International Soccer Preview, we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 20, the 2023 African Cup. This episode is looking at the players of Tunisia. Here we go. Hello and welcome to the International Soccer Preview by Soccer Files Canada. I'm Kevin and this is a continuation of Series 20 on the 2023 African Cup played in 2024. We have done a full and short version of the groups and teams and are now looking at the players of each team, this episode covering Tunisia's players. Um, we are doing this media cast in two parts. Part one here is a look at the candidates for the squad and their likelihood of making it. Part two will come out when the squad lists are released and the final squad selected. We think that'll be in early January. Um, and at that time, we'll go back over the list we compiled today and see who made it and who didn't. Uh, we'll also cover a few other things that I'll talk about at the end of this media cast. Um, we did do a media cast on the players of Tunisia going into the 2021 African Cup, which took place in January 2022, but even more recently going into the World Cup uh, in December 2022. So uh, check the link in the show notes for those. Uh, both uh, media casts provided biographies on the candidates in quite a bit of detail. And since a lot of that is still relevant, we've decided not to commit ourselves to full player media casts every two years for the African region. So we're going to be treating this one as more of an update. Uh, in that series, uh, we were able to show um, who made it and who didn't uh, make it to the final squad, but we could only go as far as predicting who the starters will be. So here we'll begin with the list we compiled for the World Cup. We'll review who made the squad, uh, the World Cup squad there, and then update by saying who the starters were uh, in that cup. Uh, then we'll turn our attention to 2023 or to the upcoming uh, cup and update the players based on their participation over the past uh, two years. We'll thus emerge with a new list of players um, and their likelihood of making the squad for the uh, January 2024 Cup. Um, also, we're going to put a few players in the spotlight. Uh, these will be players who were not covered in the media cast for the previous Cup and who have a good chance of starting. So any main player that we don't put in the spotlight uh, were covered in the media cast for the 2022 World Cup. And uh, that will be most of the players and the information in the previous media cast is not too outdated. Uh, so again, we refer you to the link uh, in the show notes. And for fun, we're going to finish with our early prediction of starters, and we'll let you know what to expect in part two. Um, we have made a separate video on what we'll be covering over the next nine months. YouTube watchers can see the link to that on the screen, and it can also be found in the show notes for both watchers and listeners. Um, in short, we have just completed our series on the groups and teams and the players of the uh, 2023 Asian Cup. And now, having uh, finished the groups and teams for the African Cup, uh, we are focused on part one of the player uh, podcast for that. 
and that's what you're listening to here. Uh, we've also started coverage of World Cup 2026 qualifying, and we'll turn our attention to that more after these tournaments uh, are completed. Let's begin then. Uh, section two, we look at the candidates and their likelihood of making the squad. So uh, we've been going back to the uh, 2020 to African Cup there in January 2022 for most teams. So we'll do that for Tunisia here, even though uh, most of our update will uh, start at the World Cup. But uh, back for the uh, previous African Cup, the manager was uh, Monter Kabayer. Uh, and um, uh, in that tournament, uh, they finished in the quarterfinals. They reached the quarterfinals. They advanced from the group in third place. It was a bit of an odd uh group stage for them they had a lot to complain about a strange game with Mali where the ref ended the game early and then a bit of confusion on the field that led to a late goal by uh, Gambia nevertheless they passed in third place uh, beat a well-performing Nigeria and lost to uh, Burkina Faso in the quarterfinals so Monda Kaber uh, remained manager uh, for a little while but eventually was let go and uh, Jalal Kadri uh, came in really to uh, guide them through the World Cup, which was at the end of the same year. So Galel Kadri actually, uh, initially, if we go back to the uh, list we had for 2022, uh, or for the 2022 World Cup, his name was in gray, which indicates that he had no tournament experience. Now, though, we change it to a black script uh, because he has been through uh, a World Cup. And he guided them through the World Cup where uh, they were in a group with France and Denmark and Australia. So uh, in our uh, media cast leading up to the tournament, we thought they might have a chance of beating Australia, but um, not Denmark or France. Well, it turned out exactly the opposite, that they lost to Australia, tied Denmark and beat France uh, in their third game. Uh, but it wasn't enough to get them past the group stage. Actually, uh, some odd decisions by the manager uh, in that third game. He kind of fielded a B team, uh, even though they did have a chance of making it, unless he was thinking that they had no chance of beating France and uh, was giving some field time to non-starters. It turned out, though, that they did uh, beat France uh, with that B team. Uh, France also played a B team. Uh, in that cup, um, but they didn't pass the group stage. Anyway, Jalel Kadri remains manager of Tunisia. They were uh, pretty happy with the performance there. I don't think they had high expectations of passing the uh, group stage, and he uh, will lead them through this cup. So uh, we'll talk about. Um, uh, we'll talk. I'll just uh, put um, uh, uh, Kebayar in red here to indicate that he's out. And uh, we'll talk about starters at the end, and uh, we'll also consider the manager uh, as a, a starter. In other words, if we think he's uh, in danger of being fired before the cup, uh, then we wouldn't put him in a green highlight. Okay, but that's at the end. Let's go on to the goalkeepers, and we'll begin with the list that we had uh, back in the uh, World Cup, going into the World Cup. So we had two definite candidates in uh, Bashir, Ben Saeed and Eamon Dahman. And uh, we had a player who seemed to be off the squad in Muez Hassan. Um, and I'm uh, putting him on the list because he does feature in the narrative for this cup. And then we had a new uh, candidate, not a new candidate, but uh, someone 
uh, a veteran that we didn't expect to return, and that was Eamon Mathlui. Uh, so we kind of put him in the new category because uh, we didn't have him on our original list until the um, the squad list, the rosters came out. Uh, okay, let's uh, take a look at these players and see how they fared. So uh, we didn't actually nominate a starter. None of them are highlighted in green uh, for those who are following on YouTube. Um, uh, so I'm guessing that we weren't really sure uh, who was going to be the starter then. Anyway, Bashir Ben Said um, was selected for the cup, but he was not the starter. He was on the roster but saw no action. And uh, over the past two years, he has started twelve. Uh, two of... Oh, sorry, we're not going over the past two years. We're going since the last uh, World Cup, but our 13 games includes the World Cup games. So uh, if I say over the past two years, um, it really should be over the past uh, year and a bit. Uh, anyway, I'll say over the past year, so I don't have to repeat that every time. He has started two of their 13 games and has been on the bench for 11. So uh, always uh, called up but uh, doesn't seem to be the starter here. We nevertheless leave him as a definite candidate uh, because we're talking about uh, whether they'll be nominated to the final squad, and we think he definitely will. Uh, the other definite candidate we had was Eamon Dahman, and uh, he was selected for the Cup and uh, turned out to be the starting keeper there. So started and finished uh, all three games, and since uh, that time he has started 10 of their 13 games and um, on the bench for the last three matches. So um, um, we think he will be a definite candidate and we'll talk about whether him being benched for the last three matches uh, makes us think that he's no longer the starter, uh, but we'll, we'll deal with that at the end. Uh, I left the player who seemed to be off the squad, Muez Hassan, uh, on the list because uh, he has featured. Uh, he was uh, selected, actually, for the World Cup, again, on the roster, but saw no action. And he has uh, since started one of their 13 games and was on the bench for 10 matches and not selected for only two of them. So uh, Muez Hassan uh, coming back into the squad and uh, we now have him as a likely candidate. The one that was added, Eamon Mathluthi, um, was also selected for the uh, World Cup squad. So they brought four keepers to the Cup. He also uh, was on the roster but saw no action. Um, however, he did retire from international play after the 2022 World Cup and indeed retired from club soccer too in July of 2023. So no surprise comeback here for Eamon Mathluthi uh, and we're going to uh, actually remove him from the list. We do have one other candidate, um, uh, Moez uh, Ben-Sharifia at the possible but unlikely uh, at the uh, possible but unlikely level. Uh, he has been part of the um, uh, team for a long time. He's been the backup keeper in several tournaments dating back to the 2012 African Cup. And he returned here uh, after a 21-month absence and uh, didn't start any games, but he was on the bench for two and then not selected for the last eight matches. So a slight chance of him being called 
uh, into the squad. We have him at the possible but unlikely level. All right, let's uh, sum uh, summarize the list, uh, review the list, and then summarize the position. So we have two definite candidates in Ben Saeed and uh, Darman, a likely candidate in Muez Hassan, and a possible but unlikely candidate in Ben Sharifia. And um, uh, Darman was the starting keeper in the cup, as we saw. He continued to be the starting keeper for all four of their African Cup qualifying games. So Tunisia, uh, having already played two African Cup qualifying games before the World Cup, uh, which we don't take into account here, uh, started the remaining four games, which we do take into account. Uh, following that, they had two World Cup games uh, World Cup qualifying games for 2026 in November. So those are the real matches we're looking at, the four African Cup qualifying games and the two World Cup games. We do, uh, there were friendlies there too, and we did look at them, but um, we're more focused on the, on the uh, qualifying games. Um, so, uh, Darman starting in the Cup in all four games, and then in the World Cup game, suddenly uh, Ben Said was the starter ahead of Darman, and uh, he started both of those games. Uh, another thing in favor of Ben Said was that he was the starter in the 2021 African Cup, whereas Darman was a uh, the backup keeper. Uh, or a backup keeper in that cup. So uh, we do consider this uh, bid for by Ben Said um, starting the last two games as a as a decent bid for being the starter in the cup. And again, we'll come to that in the spotlight review. Who we think among or between the two of them will be the starter. All right, we move on to central defence, and uh, we look at what we had back in. Going into 2022 World Cup, we had a definite candidate in Montessor Talby, and we have him highlighted in green, which means we thought he would be a starter. And we have Bilal Ifa also as a definite candidate. Uh, likely candidate, Nadir uh, Gandhi. And we had a possible candidate in Dylan Braun. And um, Yasin Maria. Uh, was injured. Um, we had him on the injured list for the Cup. So let's see uh, what became of those players. Uh, Montessor Talby, again, we predicted he'd be a starter, and he was. He started and finished all three games there, and he has since started 12 of their 13 games uh, uh, since the beginning of that World Cup and on the bench for one other. So we certainly leave... Um, Montessor as a starter. We'll actually remove the highlight though um, because we haven't um, predicted that he would be the starter for this cup. We haven't gotten to that yet. The other definite candidate was Bilal Ifa and um, he was selected for the cup. He was on the roster but saw no action there um, and that was the last time he appeared uh, for the national team. He hasn't appeared since then. So uh, Bilal Ifat, since it was only a year ago, we'll leave him on the list at the seemingly off-the-squad uh, level. Um, next is likely candidate uh, Nader Gandhi. 
And uh, he was selected for the squad. He appeared only in game three, which he did start and finish. And he has since started two of their 13 games uh, on the bench for four and not selected for seven others, including the last four matches. So uh, we are going to change the script of his name to Black because he now has been through a tournament. But we're going to move him down to the portable uh, level for this upcoming cup. Uh, we did have a possible candidate there in Dylan Braun last time. And uh, he was uh, selected. He um, started games one and two, but uh, like a few others, a bit of a B-team game in game three, uh, did not uh, start in the cup. Uh, sorry, did not start game three there. Um, since that time, he started only two of their 13 games and on the bench for two of those, but not selected for the last uh, nine matches. And so we have him as a possible candidate. I believe going into the World Cup too, uh, he seemed, um, uh, yes, he, he had last appeared for the national team uh, in the 2021 African Cup, which is why we only had him at the uh, possible level. But he did uh, kind of pop back into the team, and uh, that may happen again. So uh, Dylan Braun we keep at the uh, possible level. Uh, and then the injured Yasin uh, Maria turned out not to be injured and was selected for the Cup and started and finished uh, all three games for them. And just like Talby, he has since started 12 of their 13 games and was on the bench for the one other. So a very consistent uh, uh, candidate there. And uh, now, with no injury concern uh, hanging over him, we have him as a definite candidate uh, along with Talby. So uh, that's it. We don't have any new player. Oh, we do have one new player to add, and that is at the likely level. It's uh, Ala Graham. And uh, he uh, returned after the World Cup. Uh, he had, I think, played a game uh, just before the World, or been on the bench just before the World Cup, and uh, returned after a nine-month absence in March 2023. Uh, didn't start any games, um, but was subbed in for two and on the bench for six. So only uh, one match that he wasn't selected for. So uh, Ala Graham, we don't think he'll be a starter, so we're not going to put him in the spotlight. But uh, the 22-year-old we consider a likely candidate. And uh, just let me clarify, um, he didn't appear just before the World Cup. He appeared on the bench in June 2022. Uh, but then it took him nine months to be uh, recalled to the squad. Okay, let us review the list then. So as definite candidates, we have Talby and Maria. As a likely candidate, newcomer Graham. And then two possible candidates in Gandhi and uh, Braun, Dylan Braun. And uh, Bilal Ifa seems to be off the squad with a very slim chance of, uh, of coming back, we think. Uh, in terms of summarizing the position then, it was a three-man backline all the way through the World Cup. So three central defenders. And uh, it was Maria and Talby, of course, uh, and Dylan Braun alongside them. But in game three, uh, Gandry replaced Braun. Uh, after the World Cup, it was a two-man backline, so just Maria and Talby. 
And um, Gandry replaced Halby in one of those six games. And uh, I'm guessing that the game uh, Maria was replaced in was a friendly, uh, both of them um, on the bench for one of those games. So uh looks pretty clear. Uh, you can probably guess who we're going to predict at the end as the starters there. But uh, we'll leave that till later and move on to left backs here. So back in uh, the previous cup, we had only two definite candidates here. So it was Ali Abdi and uh, Ali Malul, um, uh, two definite candidates. And that's all we had on the list. So let us update them, uh, beginning with Ali Abdi. Uh, he was selected for the cup and started and finished games one and two. But again, a bit of a B-team game there. He uh, did not start game three. Since that time, he started 10 of their 13 games and subbed in for one and on the bench for two others. So has always been called up. So he remains for us uh, a definite candidate, um, Ali Abdi. Uh, next on the list, we had Ali Malul. And uh, Ali Malul was also started, uh, sorry, also selected for the cup. Um, he uh, stepped in for game three there, uh, which Abdi didn't play. And so he was the starter. And uh, since that time started five of their 13 games, was on the bench for four and not selected for four others, uh, including the last two matches. So that is a bit of a concern. Maybe um, we have him at the portable level here, but I'm actually going to put him at the likely level because we have, uh, I don't think it's, um, uh, creates that much doubt um, as to his selection. So we'll put uh, Ali Malul uh, down to the likely level, having been definite uh, last time. And... Um, uh, we have a couple of players to add to the list here. So we have um, Usama Haddadi, uh, not a new candidate. He actually has been part of uh, several tournaments, a starter in the 2019 African Cup and a bench player in the 2018 World Cup and 2021 African Cup. And um, not selected for the World Cup, though. Uh, that's why he's kind of new to the squad. But we add Usama Haddadi at the likely level here. Uh, he returned after a 15-month absence in June 2023 and started one of their remaining games and was on the bench for six and injured for one other. So actually, since his return in June, uh, he's been called up uh, regularly uh, in seven of the last eight games. So Usama Haddadi a uh, likely candidate, though probably uh, doesn't have a good bid to be a starter, I would say. Uh, we have a new candidate coming in at the portable level, that is Amin Cherney, and he got his first cap right at the end here in November 2023, and didn't start either of the remaining two games, but was subbed in for one and on the bench for the other. So Amin Cherney, uh, the 22-year-old, um, getting a start with the national team. And that is all we have. So our new list is now uh, definite candidate Ali Abdi, two likely candidates, Ali Malul and Usama Haddadi, and possible candidate Amin Churni. I must say they usually just bring two uh, unless uh, uh, 
they have a need for players to play out of position. So um, I think it would just be two of these. Let's summarize the position. Uh, again, they had a three-man defense in all three games of the World Cup, but these uh, left-backs and right-backs also started. Uh, they were pushed up to the left-wing and right-wing position. Um, it was Ali Abdi in games one and two and Malul in game three. Those two also shared duties in African Cup qualifying with Malul playing the first two games and then Abdi playing the last two games uh, there. And then Abdi continued into World Cup qualifying in uh, November here, but uh, kind of interestingly switched sides with uh, the right-back Keshrida, who we're going to meet soon, in the second game against Malawi. Uh, just uh, uh, a straight swap of sides. Otherwise, the two starters um, kind of held their spots. Uh, all right, let's move on to the right-back, where we will meet Keshridi. And uh, he comes in... Oh, uh, a bit of an interesting story there when we go back to the list uh, for 2022. We had a definite candidate in Mohamed Dragar. And uh, we had Wajdi Kashridi uh, seemingly off the squad. And uh, let me tell you why. Um, uh, he had last appeared for the national team in November 2021. So a full year before the World Cup. Uh, was his last appearance. So we had uh, uh, thought that he was seemingly off the squad. No, we were wrong, uh, but we'll come to him soon. Let's uh, update Mohamed Dragger, who we did think was the starter, and uh, we were wrong. Oh, no, we were right. He did start games one and two, uh, Mohamed Dragger, and um, has since started four of their 13 games, subbed in for one and on the bench for three, but not selected for five matches, including the last two matches. So uh, if we thought he was a starter going into the cup, he, he has basically lost uh, uh, that position and not being uh, used as much. So we moved Mohamed Draga from a definite candidate to a possible candidate uh, now. Um, Wajdi Kashridi, um, again, was selected for the Cup. He was subbed into Games 1 and 2 and went on to start Game 3 there. And um, having been off the team uh, for 19 games in a row in 2021 and 2022, uh, over the past year, he started eight of their 13 games and uh, subbed in for three and on the bench for three others. So roaring back into the team is uh, Wajdi Kashridi. And uh, we are moving him um, from a player seemingly off the squad up to being a definite candidate here. Uh, we do have a couple of players to add to the list at the possible level. The first one is Jan Valery. Um, Jan Valery got his first cap in September 2022, so actually before the World Cup. And he started two of their remaining uh, 15 games from that time. Uh, subbed in for five and on the bench for two and not selected for six others, but like Mohamed Draga, not selected for the last two matches. So, uh, you know, he was looking good, perhaps even taking over the uh, backup position from Draga, but uh, those last two games create a bit of doubt. And uh, the other candidate um, is also at the possible level. That is a 21-year-old Gaith Zaluni. 
and he got his first appearance right at the end here uh, on the bench in November 2023. He didn't start either of those games, um, but was on the bench for both of them, and obviously uh, replacing, uh, well, both Dragger and Valerie, uh, it seems there. Um, but uh, a real latecomer, so we uh, just have him at the possible level too. So let's review what the list looks like now. It is Kashridi. Uh, sorry, I've been saying Kashridi, but it's Kashrida uh, as a definite candidate. And three possible candidates in an exciting battle for the uh, backup spot uh, among Mohamed Draga, Jan Valery, and uh, Gaith Zalouni. So let's review the uh, position. Uh, as on the left, the right backs became right wingers in the three-man defense of the World Cup formation, but it was the right backs who played that position. Uh, Dragger started the games, uh, started games one and two, and Kesrida game three. Uh, those two uh, also alternated um, going forward. So in the African Cup uh, qualifying games, uh, Kesrida played the first and third game, and Draga played the second. Uh, but the alternating pattern was broken when Valerie, uh, newcomer Jan Valerie, started the fourth game. Um, Abdi, um, sorry, Kashrida played both World Cup uh, qualifying matches, but switched, as we saw, with uh, left-back uh, Abdi in the second game against Malawi there, uh, switched sides. So we, we basically consider him the starter uh, in those games. And uh, that is the situation. So we'll come back uh, and uh, predict the starters at the end there. And we move on to the midfield and begin with uh, defensive midfielders. So um, let's list the candidates that we had back in the previous cup. And the first one uh, was defensive midfielder at the likely level, Burjani Sassi. And that's the only defensive midfield candidate uh, that we had back for the 2022 World Cup. So uh, let's begin by updating him. And uh, he was selected for the Cup. Uh, we didn't have him as a starter. Uh, we uh, And he wasn't a starter, just subbed into games one and two there. And uh, he has since... Um, returned after a 12-month absence, a 12-month and nine-game absence, right at the end here in November 2023, and started uh, the last of their remaining two games and was on the bench for the other. So uh, we do see this with a couple of Tunisia players that they don't play between tournaments, uh, but show up between tournaments. So it's possible that will be the case for uh, for Jani Sassi too. We saw it with Dylan Brom. Uh, in the defense uh, as well. Um, anyway, we move uh, for Gianni Sassi from a likely candidate in the previous cup down to a possible uh, for this cup. But we have a few new candidates uh, at the possible level here. The first one is Hajj Muham, uh, sorry, Hajj Mahmoud. And Hajj Mahmoud uh, is a real newcomer in November 2023. Uh, so just those two World Cup qualifiers. He didn't start either one of them but he was on the bench for both. So Haj Mahmoud um, making a late bid. The next is uh, Hussein Takar. Uh, Hussein Takar got his uh, first cap in November, also 2023, and started one of the two remaining games and was on the bench for the other. So we should actually uh, maybe put him one 
put him ahead of uh, um, Hajj Mahmood, but both of them at the possible level. The third one is uh, Hamza Jalasi, and his situation's a bit different. He returned after a four-year absence in November 2023, so he also coming in right at the end. And he didn't start either of the games, but was subbed in for one and on the bench for the other. So we're going to put him in between those two, um, Hamza Jalasi. And um, that is it. So they brought three players in uh, right at the end uh, here, uh, um, hoping, I guess, to bolster the uh, defensive midfield position. That leaves us with all four candidates at the uh, portable level. And then we have one at the uh, portable but unlikely level. That is Mohamed Wail Durbali. And uh, he got his first cap in June 2023. And didn't start any games. He was subbed in uh, for one, on the bench for one, and then disappeared again, not selected for the last six matches. So a uh, very slim chance, especially with all of these uh, new candidates of Durbali uh, being selected. So possible but unlikely. Let's uh, review the list. So possible, uh, four possible candidates in Sassi, Taka, Jalasi and Mahmoud, and then a possible but unlikely candidate in Durbali. Uh, we won't review the position yet because it mixes with uh, central midfielders, so we'll take a look at the central midfielders here. And uh, here we find uh, more candidates and more likely candidates as well. Uh, back in 2022, we had two definite candidates, Anis Ben Slamani and uh, Asa uh, Leiduni, um, uh, who we had nominated actually as a starter. Uh, we had two likely candidates too, Mohammed Ali Ben Romdain and uh, uh, Elvis uh, Skiri, uh, who we had also nominated as a starter. Uh, I'm actually thinking that we nominated these starters after the rosters were published. Uh, uh, there and uh, we had a possible candidate in Galen Chalali. So, uh, five candidates to update here. Let's begin with Anis Ben Slimani. And uh, he was selected for the squad. He started games one and three, but didn't appear in game two, and has since started three of their 13 games, as well as subbing in for two and being on the bench for four. So not selected for four matches, but uh, those include the last two matches. So we're seeing a few players in that category, and we're not sure what it means, um, whether it's really a threat to their... Uh, likelihood of being called up or whether the manager is just trying out a few different uh, players as we saw with defensive midfielders. Nevertheless, we move Ben Slimani from a definite candidate down to the possible level. And next we have uh, Asa Leiduni um, and he was selected for the squad. A lot of people may remember him uh, trying to um, uh, throwing up his hands and trying to get the, the fans into it and running around the field, hard tackling people. He, he had a good tournament, um, but very enthusiastic there. Uh, so selected and started all three games there. And uh, in a rare event, started all th 13 of their games since the 2022 World Cup. Wow. 
Uh, great consistency there by Leiduni, and so he remains a definite candidate. We'll remove the highlights uh, from the uh, previous cup. I'll just remind you, though, that we did think uh, Leiduni was a starter, and we thought Skiri would be a starter too. Let's see uh, a little later whether we were right. But first, we're looking at uh, Ben Romdane, and uh, we actually are. Uh, uh, going to move him to the uh, left attacking midfielder slash left wing role because that's where he started during this period. But we will update by saying that uh, uh, we had him as a likely candidate and he was selected. He appeared only in game three there. But we'll continue with him when we get to the um, uh, position that he's been playing. Let's move on to uh, Ben Skiri and see if we were right in predicting him as a starter, and uh, we were. He was selected, and he started and finished all three games. Uh, almost as consistent as Leiduni, he started 11 of their 13 games since the start of the World Cup, and uh, two matches that he wasn't selected for. So uh, we move Skiri now to a definite candidate, and um, we had a possible candidate in Galen Chala, and uh, he was selected for the cup. Uh, he appeared only once as a substitute in game three and has not appeared or not been called up for the national team since the 2022 World Cup. So uh, Galen Chala, we will remove down to the, or move down to the seemingly off the squad level. Uh, that gives him a slim chance of a comeback into the squad, um, but uh, even below the unlikely level. Okay, and we do not have any uh, central midfielders to add uh, to the mix, no new players. So let's review um, the central midfield roster now, or, or sorry, the list that we have for going into this cup. We have Leiduni and Skiri as definite candidates. Um, ben Romadane, we actually removed from the list. Uh, ben Slimani as a possible candidate and uh, Chalili uh, seemingly off the squad. And now, together with the defensive midfielders, uh, we can summarize the position. So uh, it was a two-man central midfield in the cup. The formation was a 3-4-2-1. So uh, three centre-backs, uh, four uh, along the midfield. So that's the two central midfielders and then the two right and left backs who pushed up into the winger position. Uh, Leiduni and Skiri then uh, were that pairing in all three games. Um, after the cup, they moved to a 4-3-3 formation for the first three African Cup qualifiers. So, uh, And then they also had three central midfielders in the fourth game, which was a 4-5-1 formation. So uh, Leiduni and Skiri remained. Um, they were the uh, two, two of the three central midfielders, except in one game Skiri was replaced by Ben Slimani. That was in the third African Cup qualifying game. Meanwhile, the third central midfielder that was added alongside them was Ben Arby uh, in the first game and uh, Medgri in the sec in the two games after that, Hannibal, uh, Hannibal Medgri. Um, uh, Medgri was replaced by Rafia, uh, who played alongside Leiduni and Skiri in the first game of World Cup qualifying, and then it was back to a two-man midfield in the final game, 
uh, Slitty now replacing Skiri, but Skiri was on the field as a left winger. So it doesn't actually seem to make sense that left winger Slitty played as a central midfielder and central midfielder uh, played as a left winger. Skiri played as a left uh, winger. So this is actually a good opportunity to speak about uh, my process and reliability. Uh, I decided to check that because I was a bit doubtful and I checked on five sources and three of those sources, including my primary source, uh, confirmed that it was Slitty in central midfield and Skiri in, in uh, left wing, even though that doesn't sound uh, right. However, one of the five sources uh, did have what I expected, Skiri as a central midfielder and Slitty as a left wing. Uh, and uh, one other source, uh, kind of disappointingly, had a completely different lineup with Skiri as a defensive midfielder and Slitty as a right forward. And that is actually, um, I don't really use that site for formations and positions. I use it more for uh, player information, but uh, a bit disturbing that it is so different than the other ones. And I've, I've noticed that on that site before. So uh, in short, for most information, I use one or two of my most reliable sources. But for any important information, I verify with three sources. And then I go on to more sources if those three disagree. But I, I must say it's surprising how much the sources do disagree. So the information I give here is fairly reliable, but uh, I can't claim perfection uh, because the sources themselves don't always agree. And uh, sometimes I make mistakes myself too. Uh, I sometimes cite the wrong information or put it in the wrong place. Although usually because I recycle a lot, uh, that gets corrected over time. So I would say my uh, information is not perfectly reliable but is uh, fairly reliable because I do rely uh, on several sources. Okay, that said, um, let's move on to um, the uh, left and right midfield uh, position. Well, we have no candidates here, so I'll just make a quick comment and say that even though they have used a 4-3-3 formation, uh, we see fewer and fewer play players coded as left or right midfielders, and they tend to now be coded as central midfielders, and that's what we see with Tunisia, uh, central midfielders like Leiduni and uh, Skiri. Uh, actually playing as left and right midfielders and actually shifting around uh, uh, the midfield on the midfield line. So uh, we have uh, the next category, uh, which I have changed. Uh, I used to have just left wingers, but really it's the upper left quadrant of the field, left wingers, left attacking midfielders. And actually in the case of Tunisia, when they use a 4-3-3, uh, uh, we have put left forwards. We've considered the left forward as part of this group. Okay, let's see what we had back in the previous cup. Uh, we had a definite candidate in, uh, in uh, Naeem Slitty and also in Yusuf Nsakni. Uh, and that's all we had uh, uh, in the position. So uh, we considered that both of them uh, would be starters. So we'll remove the highlights uh, going forward. But uh, Naeem Slitty, let's see if he was the starter we thought he was going to be. He was not. He, um, 
uh, subbed into game one and went on to start and finish game three. And before I uh, I claim a thin victory on him starting game three, that was a bit of a B-team game. So uh, I don't think I can claim much. Uh, since that time, Slitty has started three of their 13 games, subbed in for three and on the bench for one, and not selected for six others uh, in the middle of the period uh, there. So Naeem Slitty... Um, uh, not the starter we thought he was going to be, and we're actually going to put him down to the possible level. That's a bit conservative. I, I really think uh, he's uh, at the likely level, but uh, we'll go with um, uh, possible. He actually has... Um, no, I won't talk about his uh, club stuff. He's been in the Middle East for, for four years now. Uh, so um, uh, let's move on to Yusuf Msakni. And uh, he, uh, again, uh, we thought he would be a starter. And in this case, he was. He was the captain of the team and started and finished game one and two, uh, but did not appear in, in game three, that B-team game or somewhat B-team game. Uh, since then, Msakni has started seven of their 13 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for one, and not selected for three others. So uh, we consider Msakni now a likely candidate uh, rather than the definite candidate he looked going into the previous cup. Um, and uh, we do have a name to add to the list here, a couple of names actually. Uh, the first one is Ben Romadane, who we met as a uh, central midfielder, but actually moved to this position. So we did say he had uh, he had reached the cup, and um, we didn't update him beyond that, though. Uh, over the past year, he started six of their 13 games, subbed in for three, on the bench for two, and not selected for two matches. However, those were the last two matches, so... Uh, that creates a little bit of doubt in our mind, and we put uh, uh, Mohammed Ali Ben Romdane as a possible candidate now. And then we have two players to add to the list. Uh, the first one is Seyfala Latayev, and we put him as a possible candidate. He first appeared in September 2022, and... Uh, uh, was then off the team for a little while and came back in uh, September 2023, so a year later, and started one of their remaining six games, subbed in for four uh, there, so um, uh, kind of uh, coming back into the squad. He is born in uh, Switzerland uh, and also plays for Bahel uh, in Switzerland. Uh, okay, so that is Seyfala Latayev, and we also have a new candidate in Cresto. Cresto got his first cap in June 2023 and uh, didn't start any of their remaining eight games, but so was subbed in for two. Oh, and then disappeared again, uh, not selected for the last uh, uh, six matches. However, um, we did put him as a, a possible candidate. Because of his club affiliation, he plays for Al Ali uh, in Egypt. That's a pretty big club, and uh, uh, so we put the twenty-year-old as a possible candidate here. And sorry, we do have one more at the possible but unlikely level. It is uh, Elias Saad. He is German-born, and um, uh, was tried out for the team. Um, 
yeah, actually just on the bench for one game and then disappeared for the last four matches. So uh, maybe we'll talk about him more if he's selected for the squad. Let's review uh, the list for uh, left-wingers then, the new list and left-attacking midfielders. We have a likely candidate in uh, Yusuf and Sackney and uh, possible candidates in Slitty, Ben Romdane, and newcomers Latayev and Cresto and uh, a possible but unlikely candidate in Elias Saad. Let's look at the situation of the position. Um, so in the 4-3-2-1 formation that they used throughout the World Cup, uh, that makes it a left attacking midfield position. And it was Msakny in games one and two, and Ben Romdane in game three. And those two alternated going forward into the African Cup qualification games. Uh, ben Romdane played the first and third, and Msakny played the second. Uh, however, in the fourth game, the 4-5-1 formation, uh, Latif uh, played as the far-left winger. So newcomer Latif getting a starting spot. Um, in the final games, the two World Cup qualifiers, uh, Msakny replayed to play less, uh, returned to play left attacking midfielder in the first and then played as a left co-forward in the last game. And then, as we saw, it was central midfielder Skiri uh, playing as the left wing behind him. Over to the right side, uh, in the previous cup, we had no candidates as uh, right wingers or right attacking midfielders. And it's not much better now, but we do have a couple of names to add to the list, uh, newcomers. The first one is at the possible level, and it's Elias uh, Ashuri. And the second one is at the possible but unlikely level, Amor Leuni. So Ashuri um, uh, returned after a nine-month absence, um, which included missing the World Cup. He returned in March 2023 and started four of their remaining 10 games, uh, subbed in for two and on the bench for one, and not selected... Uh, uh, for three others, including the last two matches. So I don't actually remember seeing his name that much. So I think um, uh, I'm guessing that some of his four starts there were actually in friendlies. Uh, Amor Leuni, um, not to be confused uh, with the uh, central midfielder Leiduni. This is uh, Leuni. And he, uh, he did appear three times in 2019 and then was off the team for almost three and a half years. But he came back in March 2023 and started two of their remaining 10 games. In his case, they were both qualifying matches uh, and then subbed in for two. So things were looking good for him until he uh, was not selected for the last four matches. So uh, he looked like he was making inroads there, Leuni. Um, but uh, now looks like an un unlikely candidate. So uh, we don't have any strong candidates for the right winger position. So um, let's see what has uh, gone on there. Uh, and what we see basically is a bunch of out of position players uh, playing it. Uh, central midfielder Ben Slimani started games one and three in the cup and left winger Slitty came in for game two. 
Uh, after that, it was three different players in the position over the four African Cup qualifying games. Uh, Leuni uh, was two of them, but as we've seen, his time with the squad was short-lived. Uh, the other two were attacking midfielders Hannibal Menchbury and uh, Tukawi. Uh, and then in the World Cup qualifying games, two different players still. It was Slitty and defensive midfielder for Gianni Sassi uh, playing. So obviously they are very undecided on the position, trying out all sorts of people um, and seemingly not satisfied with any of them. So I really wouldn't be surprised to see a new candidate, uh, kind of like Leuni, uh, brought uh, to the Cup because they really seem to be uh, trying to find a right winger here and don't have one. And in fact, Leuni is coded on some of my sources as, uh, and including my main source as a left winger. So uh, even he was not uh, really coded for the position. Okay, let's move on to the forward line and we begin with attacking midfielders. So uh, back in the 2022 World Cup, we had as likely candidates Wabi Kazri and uh, Hannibal Mejbri. And that's all we had in terms of candidates there. Um, let's uh, update and see uh, what became of them. Uh, Wabi Kazri, we kind of guessed he wouldn't be a starter in the Cup, and he wasn't, but as is often the case, he turned out to be an important player. Uh, he was on the bench for Game 1, subbed into Game 3. I think he was struggling with injury too, and went on to start Game 3 where he scored that crucial goal uh, against France. Um, since then, though, he has announced his retirement uh, at the end of the 2022 World Cup, but I think he might have done that before. He's only 31 years old, and so I wouldn't, uh, I'm not going to put him at the uh, seemingly off the squad, but put him down to the possible but unlikely, because I think there's a chance he might unretire. Uh, meanwhile, Hannibal Mejbri. Um, uh, he plays for Manchester United in England. I, I really like him, not because uh, uh, of what I've seen in the Premier League, but uh, because of what I saw with Tunisia. I really like him uh, in the 2021 uh, African Cup particularly. Um, anyway, uh, Mesbury uh, was selected for the squad, as we thought he would be, but appeared only in Game 1 there. Uh, in the World Cup. He was uh, a starter in the African Cup before that. Uh, and uh, since the World Cup has started six of their 13 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for three, and not selected for the last uh, two matches there. So he's still very young. He's only 20 years old. He's been through two tournaments already. And recently uh, he's been or loaned out to Birmingham in England, but I think that loan spell is over and he's back with Manchester United now. Uh, Hannibal Mesbury um, uh, remains for us a likely candidate. I didn't remove uh, Wabi Kasri from the list there. Uh, we have a few new players or a few players to add. The first one is actually not new. Uh, it's Hamza Rafia. He was uh, part of the 2021 African Cup squad uh, but not selected for the uh, World Cup. And um, 
over the past couple of years, he's uh, taken a bit of a, a, a downturn in his club form. He was with Juventus in Italy and uh, has since moved on to smaller teams in Italy, Pescara and Lecce. Uh, but in terms of the national team, having missed the World Cup, uh, he returned after a 20-month absence and started one of their remaining six games and subbed in for four but he was not selected for the last match. So uh, Hamza Rafia we have as a uh, possible candidate. Uh, we also have a newcomer in Fira Spen-Larmi, and he's not as much a newcomer as all that, having been with the national team since 2019, but he hasn't been through a tournament yet. And um, he actually was selected for the final squad for the 2021 African Cup, but... Uh, uh, I have withdrew before the tournament, uh, whether that means uh, due to injury or due to his own choice, I'm not sure. Anyway, over the past year, uh, Ben Larmy has started one of their 13 games, subbed in for the last two and on the bench for one. Not selected for nine matches, but his recent participation uh, suggests we put him at the possible level and that's what we're going to do. Uh, we have two candidates at the possible but unlikely level. The first one is Mortada uh, Ben Uenis. And uh, he um, also was with the team since 2019 and hasn't been through a tournament. Uh, kind of made a brief uh, uh, dent here with subbing into one game on the bench for one game and then not selected for the last six matches, so uh, he's uh, pretty doubtful. The other one is Haeckel uh, Chikawi, and uh, he got his first cap in June 2023. He started one of their remaining eight games, but also uh, was not selected for the last six matches. He was on the bench for the other one. So both of those are possible but unlikely, and let's review the list. Uh, of attacking midfielders and then summarize the position. We have Hannibal Mejbri as a likely candidate, Hamza Rafia and Firas Ben Larbi as possible candidates, and then uh, Wabi Kasri, uh, Ben Uanes, and Chikawi as uh, possible but unlikely candidates. Having said all that, uh, this position of attacking midfielder or specifically central attacking midfielder was not used over this period. Uh, the closest thing to it um, is a 4-3-3, but a 4-3-3 is uh, usually a central midfield role rather than an attacking midfield role, and that was the case for Tunisia. So these players, if they are used, are used elsewhere, and we have seen that with Mejbri uh, seeing action both as a central midfielder and as a right winger uh, starting in those positions. Okay, uh, we do have two candidates who are secondary strikers, so let's um, introduce them. Actually, we had just one back in 22, and that was uh, Islam, sorry, Islam Jabali, and we had him at the likely level. Uh, Islam Jabali was selected for the squad. He started games one and two and uh, not uh, game three, again, a bit of a B-team game there. And since that time, Jabali has started five of their 13 games, subbed in for two and on the bench for one, and not selected for six, including the last two matches. So 
again, we're not really sure what that means. Uh, an interesting change of club for uh, uh, Jebali. He was with uh, uh, Odense in Denmark from 2019 to 2023 and has since moved to uh, Gamba Osaka in Japan. So we don't see a lot of, uh, especially Northern African uh, uh, players uh, uh, making a move like that to Japan, so uh, uh, quite interesting. I would say actually it's pretty much a, a sideways move. Gamba Osaka is one of the uh, bigger teams in Japan there. Um, okay, that is Isam Jabali, and so we move him from likely in the last cup uh, down to possible here, and we have one candidate to add. It is Anas Haj Mohammed. And uh, he's interesting because he's only 18 years old and plays for Parma in Italy. He's actually born in Italy. And uh, Hajj Mohammed got his first cap in September of 2023. Uh, didn't start any games, but he was subbed in for two uh, and on the bench for two. He was with the under-23 team for two games. So really just one match that he was not called up for. Uh, so it looks like a possible candidate, and that's where we have uh, Anas Haj Mohammed. So, um, secondary strikers now. The new list has two possible candidates in Jibali and Haj Mohammed. But, uh, like the attacking midfield uh, position, uh, this position has not been part of their formation. So, uh, once again, if they're used, they tend to play out of position. Uh, however, these players will tend to play as forward. Uh, if if they uh, get starts. And speaking of forwards, we move on to them, our last category of players. And um, back in 2022, we're also a bit thin in this department with just two candidates. We had a definite candidate in Sefadin Jetziri and then a likely candidate in uh, Taha Yasin uh, Kanizi. Uh, and we didn't nominate either of them as starters because uh, we weren't sure. So uh, let's uh, take a look and see how things went for them. Uh, Sefadin Jaziri was selected for the squad, uh, but he was on the roster and saw no action there. Uh, he did play after the World Cup, uh, just one of their 13 games, uh, and he was subbed in for one and on the bench, well, he was on the bench for the three World Cup matches and not selected for the last eight matches. So Jaziri Safadin moves down from definite to possible but unlikely. Um, Kanisi uh, was also selected for the squad but was subbed into games one and two uh, and that's all the action he saw. So uh, he started one of their 13 games over the past year and subbed in for two and on the bench for one and was not selected for nine of the matches. So uh, Kanisi, we moved down to a possible candidate. You'll see the reason uh, soon. So you may be wondering who the forwards were in the cup and, and going forward if it wasn't these two uh, players. Um, and, uh, oh, I'm going to create some suspense by not telling you until we look at some new candidates that have come into the squad. So uh, we actually have a likely candidate in newcomer Haytham Juini. And um, 
but we're not going to put him in the spotlight because he doesn't seem like he's going to be a starter. Uh, um, so, uh, sorry, uh, Haytham Juini uh, first appeared on the bench uh, twice in 2013. He's 30 years old. Uh, so, um, not the newcomer he seems to be, but uh, new to the squad. He returned after a 10-year absence in March of 2023 and started three of their remaining 10 games, subbed in for five and on the bench for two others. So we do have him as a likely candidate, uh, even though we don't think he's going to be a starter. But a pretty interesting story there, uh, returning a decade after his, uh, his first uh, caps for the team. Uh, the other one is at the possible but unlikely level. It's Hamdi Labidi. And um, he's a 21-year-old who got his first appearance on the bench in March 2023. And uh, didn't start any games, but was subbed in for two and on the bench for one. And then not selected for the last six matches. So uh, a brief appearance by Hamdi Labidi, but perhaps a candidate for the future. Now I'll deliver on my promise and say who's been playing forward. Uh, in the formation for the Cup, it was a single centre forward, and it was Jabali, the uh, secondary striker uh, we just met in games one and two, and then uh, Wabi Kasri uh, in game three. Wabi Kasri is coded as a... It doesn't matter what he's coded as because he plays all over the field. Um, in the African Cup qualifying games, it was... Uh, uh, four different players, all, all of whom uh, who, whom name begin with uh, J. Sorry, it was three different players. It was Jaziri, uh, Juni, Jabali, and then Juni again. So the newcomer uh, got two starts in the African Cup qualifying games. Um, actually, the first three of those games did have three forwards, a 4-3-3 formation, but we dealt with the outside forwards as... Uh, left and right attacking midfielders. So we, we did cover uh, those players. Uh, in the first game of World Cup qualifying, it was again Juini, uh, but it was a two-man forward line in this game. So he played alongside left winger Msakni. And now we get to the reason why we put Kinesi as a possible candidate. Uh, and that's because he got his only start in the last game uh, of the period in the last game uh, in November. So Kanishi finally getting a start and uh, uh, upping his, uh, his uh, likelihood for us. Uh, okay, that is uh, the forward and uh, that brings us to the end of our look at the candidates. Um, uh, I'll just uh, summarize the list because I think I forgot to do that for the forwards. We now have um, a likely candidate in newcomer Haytham Juini, but probably a substitute. Uh, a possible candidate in uh, Taha Yasin Kanisi, and two possible but unlikely candidates in Jaziri and Labidi. Let's move on to part three and talk about our predictions for starters for a bit of fun as we enter the spotlight review. Uh, our prediction of the players who will be the starters. So let's begin with the uh, manager, Jalal Kadri. Uh, we don't think that he 
is in any danger of losing his job before the cup, so we consider him a definite candidate. Uh, for goalkeepers, we have Eamon Daman and Ben Saeed uh, Bashir. Daman looked like he was heading to be the starter until Ben Saeed uh, started the last two uh, World Cup qualifying games in November, uh, throwing us into doubt about which one would be the starter. So we think it'll be uh, one or the other, possibly even a rotation of the two. Uh, in central defense, it's quite clear. It's uh, Montessor Talby and Yassine Maria. Uh, they've been very consistent uh, there at the back. In the left-back position, uh, we nominate Ali Abdi. He seems the most likely, but we do think there's a chance of it being a rotation uh, with Ali Maluli. Uh, sorry, Ali Malu, uh, Mali Malul getting uh, a start there. Uh, the right-back position, though, is um, uh, Wajdi uh, Kashrida. Uh, it seems like Drager, uh, Mohamed Drager, has kind of uh, dropped out uh, of the contention of being a starter there. Uh, central midfield also has been the uh, very consistent pairing of um, uh, Eliaskiri and um, Aisa Leiduni. Uh, so we think both of those will be starters. On the left wing, a bit like the left defence, um, we think Yusuf Nsakni has the edge in being a starter, but this could very well be uh, a rotation with Ben Romdane uh, getting uh, a start. Uh, probably not taking over the position, but uh, uh, maybe alternating with Nsakni. The right wing, though, is very unclear. Uh, they have tried and tried to uh, find a right winger or to find an out of position player to play in the right wing. And uh, they don't seem to have settled on anyone. So we even predicted that uh, uh, they might bring a new player in and actually try uh, a new player out in the cup there. Uh, so we have no candidates for right wing there. Uh, central attacking midfield is a position they don't actually use, but the player coded as an attacking midfielder, Hannibal Mesbri, we think could be a starter in this cup. Uh, we saw him uh, get starts in the central midfield and tried out on the right wing, uh, perhaps those positions, um, but we're not confident about that, so we just put that in a, in a blue highlight. And the forward uh, line, a bit like the right wing position, they've tried a lot of uh, candidates and don't seem to have settled on any and so we don't nominate any uh, starter as a forward we'll have to see when we get to the cup okay that is the spotlight review and uh, we're going to finish here with a preview of part two so uh, when the squad lists are released we will um review the list that we compiled here today and see how we did um uh, we will make a note of any selections that we expected to be selected but weren't or any new candidates coming in, which did happen in the last cup uh, that took us by surprise. So that'll be an interesting part of part two. We'll also give an update on injuries. It'll be closer to the cup. We don't actually see any injuries for Tunisia uh, that threaten them right now, but closer to the cup, um, we can tell you uh, we can tell you in, in detail, more detail about that. All right, well, that's the end of part one.
We originally planned to tag on our past, present and future plans for the media cast, but we have instead decided to put a link to that 10-minute video in the show notes. It covers what we're working on and what we plan to do over the next nine months. We would like to thank Pixabay and Alexei Ivanov of Mapper Music for the wonderful background music accompanying this media cast.